0: Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we sit with chapter four of the cloud of unknowing. So find a comfortable seat, take a deep breath, and make your heart ready to receive these words. I do not want you to have misconceptions regarding the contemplative work of the soul. Therefore, let me describe in detail what I have learned about this plain and simple practice. Many think contemplative prayer takes a long time to achieve. On the contrary, results may be instantaneous. Only an atom of time as we perceive it may pass. In this fraction of a second, something profoundly significant happens. You only need a tiny scrap of time to move toward God. This brief moment produces the stirring that embodies the greatest work of your soul. How many desires can fill an hour? You may have as many desires as there are indivisible fractions of the time in an hour. If you were as sinless as Adam was before the fall, you would be in total control of each instant. You would respond to every divine impulse— Everything about you would reach toward God all the time because God created us in his image. In the incarnation, Christ emptied himself, becoming one of us, accommodating himself to our limitations. Only God satisfies our spiritual hunger. Nothing else suffices. After God graciously transforms our soul We begin perceiving what is ordinarily beyond our comprehension. Angels don't have the mental capacity, nor do we, to grasp the total reality of God. But what cannot be ours by intelligence can be ours as we embrace love. Every rational creature has both the power of knowing and the power of loving. Our creator endows us with both, but God will forever remain incomprehensible to the knowing power. Through the loving power, however, each of us may know God. God is everlastingly miraculous. May God help you to understand what I mean, because endless joy awaits you. If God were to bless you with absolute control of your will, you would have a constant awareness of heavenly bliss. My enthusiasm should not surprise you. God designed us for this. God created us to love, and everything else in God's creation helps you love. The exercise explained in this book will restore our spiritual consciousness. But if we neglect prayerful contemplation... We sink ever deeper into unawareness. Pay attention then to how you spend your time. You have nothing more precious than time. In one tiny moment of time, heaven may be gained or lost. God gives us time in sequence, one instant after another, and never simultaneously. We only experience the present moment. God never reverses the orderly progression of time. God does not ask for more than we can handle in one moment. I can almost hear you expressing regret. What can I do? If what you say is true, how can I account for each moment God has already given me? For I am now 24 years old, and I haven't paid any attention to how I used my time. Even if I wanted to, I could not repair any past moment. The past remains as far beyond my reach as the future. Will tomorrow be any different? My own spiritual slowness traps me. For the love of Jesus, help me. You used the correct expression when you said, For the love of Jesus. The love of Jesus is the source of the help you need. Love's power brings everything together. Love Jesus, and everything of his becomes yours. As God made time, so God judges our use of time. Tie yourself to him with love and faith, knitting your relationship together. This way, you may become part of the larger fellowship of those fastened to God by love. You will have friends among the saints and angels who do not waste any time. Pay attention and you will discover strength here. Try to understand what I am saying, but I offer one caution. You will not arrive at this relationship passively. God demands your personal involvement and dedication. Apply yourself diligently to both prayer and community responsibilities. Notice then how contemplation affects your own soul. Genuine contemplation comes as a spontaneous, unexpected moment, a sudden springing toward God that shoots like a spark swirling up from a burning coal. A remarkable number of such moments may occur in an hour when the person in contemplation prepares properly and becomes familiar with this work. Any one of these sparkling moments may take on a unique quality resulting in a total detachment from the things of this world. On the other hand, earthly responsibilities and intrusions may tear you away from prayer. The thoughts of frail humans distract attention. Accept this as a natural experience. Your spiritual life receives no harm because of it. With practice, you may return immediately to profound prayer as another spark springs from the fire. I have briefly summarized this experience of contemplation. Clearly, I report something quite different from fantasy, imagination, or subtle reasoning. Daydreaming is not the result of humble, devout love. A proud, speculative, and hyper-imaginative mind results in religious pretense. Control and subdue such elaborate notions. Whoever reads or hears the directions given in this book may conclude that I am describing mental effort. But taxing your brain in an attempt to figure ways to achieve this produces nothing. Intellectual curiosity will lead you to dangerous self deception. Unless God mercifully pulls you away from such a course, you may fall quickly into harmful frenzies and other spiritual sins that are the work of the devil. May God lead you to an experienced, competent spiritual director who can guide you. For the love of God, Be careful when you attempt contemplative prayer. Leave your senses and your imagination at rest because there's no function for them here. When I refer to this exercise as darkness or a cloud, do not compare it with the darkness in your house when the candle burns out or with a cloud in the sky that is composed of water vapor. Anyone can imaginatively conceive of that kind of darkness and cloud, even in broad daylight. I'm not talking about such things. Darkness results from a lack of knowledge, something unknown to you. What obscures God from you is not a cloud in the sky, but the cloud of unknowing. Christ's peace be with you today.